Okay, so the question that's asked is that we have over here a kip, and a kip is in a matzav of pikuach nefesh, and the kip now all of a sudden is a little hospital room, and there's stuff happening in his room that's not normally allowed in the house, and the younger kid, how old is he, 10? 10, or any age really, says, hey, can I eat in my room? He gets to eat in his room. What about me? Right? So, of course, every tipul, every treatment that we do is different individual for every situation, every kid. And over here, alachas kama v'kama, even if we could understand the kip brain, it's impossible to know what's good for the over two and a half thousand siblings, skips of TP. So let's, we're talking general, and for individual advice, we can get it individual. Well, let's talk a general concept. Generally speaking... When there's a child that's off the derech in a house, it throws everybody for a loop. And it's a trauma for everybody. It's pain for everybody. The siblings lose out a tremendous amount. Some of them are teased. Some of them people make fun of. They say, especially in the chesidish, they say, Is that your brother or your sister? You say, oh, that's my brother. So why does he look like a girl? This is, this is your sister or this is the housekeeper? You know, like... They get teased, and there's a lot of pain that they have, and the house goes through sometimes turmoil, fighting, arguing, mommy and daddy show. They lose a lot. So there's really two messages that we want to give them, besides for all the skip um, meetings that are recorded that they should listen to, and the whole mahalach and the meeting when I meet them. But basically there's two messages we want to give them. The first message is, your brother or sister is going through a very hard time. And the rules of saving somebody is different than the rules of regular chinuch. Just so they understand what's happening here. You go to the hospital, you go to the hospital, and the rules in the hospital are going to be totally different than the rules at home. Because you need to save somebody. In fact, it could be the opposite. Right over here, we don't eat in, the, in upstairs because it's not the way that you, you know, you leave crumbs everywhere and there's bugs or whatever. The rule is, right? But over here, we have to have a different set of rules. So it's not pshat that I don't care about rules anymore. The pshat is it's different rules. If you go to law school, there's a lot of rules. It's different than if you go to accounting school. Why? It's a different course. So it's not that we became lax in being strict about our rules, it's that the rules have to apply to the child. The Nesiva Shalom says that there are different categories. There's a category of chinuch ragil, regular normal chinuch for a normal child, if you could find any, if there are any left. Okay, chinuch ragil. And then there's chinuch that is called saving, crisis chinuch. It's not normal. Not normal chanach. The loy kahareza, and the rules of these do not apply to those rules. So if you don't have this conversation with the child, then they're very confused. How come he gets to go out? How come she gets... You have to explain to them. It's a different course. The rules for Yosef's health and success are different than Chaim's health and success. The rules for Chani is different than the rules for Chani is off the derech and we're trying to save her life. And when she goes out not sneeze, we say, Chani, you look beautiful. Right? But you, Mushki, you're in school. For you, it's not good to go out like that. So that's the message that we give the kids so that way they can process it. 
And this is really what Rav Steinman Zatzal said. He said, you take the kids and you tell them with tears in your eyes, your brother or your sister is not religious right now. What they're doing is wrong. And that's between them and Hashem. But what does Hashem want from us? What are we doing? Us in the picture? What's our job? Our job is to fill them with so much love and acceptance that one day they're going to want to be like us. Very clear. Kill Shabbos is not a good thing. We do not, we did not change our rules. But the rules that we have for healthy kids does not apply to someone who's not healthy. You don't have to say not healthy if it's a young kid. Right now that's not what's good for him. Right now we want him to be home. Remember that he wasn't living home? In your case you could say, remember that? Now it's more important that he should live home and be comfortable. So that's why I do that. But you're Bar Hashem. You're a very normal, successful kid. And you make me so proud. The rules are for your benefit. It's better for you that you should keep the rule. So that's the first Nikuda. The first Nikuda is that you explain to them that we have very strict rules. And the very strict rule that says that you can't walk out without sneers says that she could walk out without sneers. Why? Because that's the rules that apply to saving her life. Clear? Kids understand that. We're not lax with him. We're strict with him. You're very strict with TP. You're doing TP 100%. But the rules are different because this is, a diff- this is an extraction. This is a patient. This is a whole different story. The second thing is that you need to explain to him that the rules that you have are not against him. Because a lot of kids are looking at it like, oh, he doesn't need to do it, so why do I need to do it? That means that you perceive that these rules are bad for you. If you understood that these rules are good for you, you wouldn't say, he doesn't need to do it, so why don't... Let's say we have a rule that everybody in the family after supper gets an ice cream cone. And he doesn't get an ice cream cone. Would the kids say, hey, he doesn't get an ice cream cone, why do I have to have an ice cream cone? He wouldn't say it. Because he wants the ice cream cone. So you need to make sure, especially if there's a kip in the house, but everybody, really, you need to make sure that your kids are understanding and appreciating that all these rules that you can't this and you can't this and you can't this and you're not allowed are not because you want to make them miserable human beings. That they are for your benefit. If they understood, semi-understood, trust in you enough to understand that these, this is for you to become a mensch, to be a happy adult, and they're healthy kids, then that's not going to be a problem. You'll tell him, number one, he doesn't have these rules because he has a separate treatment method, separate rules. And number two is, you should be very happy to have this rule because this is going to make you a happier adult. That's why I'm giving you these rules. I'm giving you this rule. Why don't I want you to eat upstairs in your room or whatever the stupid rules that we have in our home are? All these rules, because for your benefit, you should grow up to be a mensch. Okay, that's two. What's the third thing? You have to allow them to break rules that have no meaning. You have to. You have a situation, and you have a kid. Yes, sure, yes, sure. Oh, of course, no problem. Oh, sure, yes, yes, yes. No, no, no. Yes, oh, yes, of course. Have fun. Have, oh, take, take $20, take $50, take $100. And this kid is watching with his big eyes, saying, Really? 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 So if I just smoke on Shabbos, I get all of that? I get mommy and tati are happy, they love me, everything is great, 
So why exactly am I going to school? Right? So he comes downstairs in his underwear and you say, great to see you. I come downstairs in my underwear. You say, go upstairs right now. Don't you come down here like that. Where were you raised? Blah, 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 blah. Becomes a trauma. So now we have that third piece. The third piece is called have seichel. You're not running a army. You're not running a assembly line. And you have to take things into consideration. And chanoich lenar alpidarkoi. You have to know some kids have no problem to, to conform to shteltsu or to shteltsi. And they do it. Some people have a problem with this. Don't bark at them. Some people have a problem with going to sleep on time. Some people have a problem with they don't want to go upstairs. Work with them and explain to them it's really better. I would really appreciate if you don't eat upstairs. But you know what? For tonight, you pick one night this week and you can eat upstairs and I'll come upstairs afterwards with my vacuum cleaner. I want you to enjoy it. Why, why does a 10-year-old want to eat upstairs? He has that taiva. He wants to eat upstairs. Is that the end of the world? So we don't want to go ahead and have him eating upstairs. Everyone upstairs will be a pigsty. Going to come Pesach. You only have six months left. How are you going to possibly clean this up? It's almost impossible. So fine. So you make a deal with him. I want to tell you something I learned on Home Sweet Home Kids, but it works with everybody. In Home Sweet Home, whatever they asked me, I knew I can't say no. Because the N word is banned. There's no N word. So what did I do when the kid asked me? They always asked me stuff. So I always said, you know what? It's against the rules, but you know what? You'll do it now once and, and no more, okay? Okay. Because they got what they wanted. And for the future, they're not arguing with me now in the future. And every time they did that, I said, okay. But it was less and less and less, and I didn't mind. Because I don't mind giving in. I don't, just don't want it to be a, a, a set thing forever. So we had in the house, the rule was the house was closed for Shabbos. They came to my house for Shabbos, or hosts, and always in the beginning especially, the kids were very uncomfortable. That was the hardest thing for them, to go for Shabbos to somewhere. And they would come back from work Friday afternoon. I came to pick them up from the house, and there's always the new kid. I don't want, I'm not going, I don't want to go. And I see, I could try, I could do, he's not going to go. So I say, come here. I show him I like him, what's doing, what's the matter, it's too hard for you. Yeah, I'm telling you, I can't do it, I'm plotting, I don't feel good. I'm sniffling, I'm, ah, I think I feel like I'm going to throw up. I say, you know what? The rule is, I can't have anybody in the house. I'll tell you what, I'm going to drop off the other guys. Don't tell them. You stay here, Shabbos, but promise me, no visitors, don't burn the place down, don't make a big scene, don't, I don't want fire trucks or anything, don't throw a party, I'm trusting you. You want to relax? No problem. I'm going to bring you food, I'm going to go get food, I'm going to bring it back for you. And don't tell anybody, but next week you'll come for Shabbos. Every kid came out, did the same spiel. And guess what? It worked. They stayed home, and the next week they didn't do it again. Could be they did it twice or three times throughout the year. Who cares? So what my advice to you is to recognize, nothing is about right now. Right now, you cannot, we cannot. You work with the kid. You tell him, you know what? I see it means a lot to you to eat upstairs, right? You know it's not what we do. And I'm sure it's hard that you see your brother, that he has a whole restaurant going on in his room with the microwave and the fridge and the toaster oven and stuff's happening over there and I don't let you bring up a cookie. You know what? As a treat, because I love you, next week, you tell me which week next week, you can eat in your room and afterwards I'll come and I'll vacuum it the next day when you're in school. What do you say? What do you think he's going to say? 
He's going to feel so good. He's 10 years old. He's going to feel like you won the lottery. And what would you give into? Nothing. Did you teach him a lesson? Yes. Does he think that, that there's no such thing as ants and bugs? No, he just needs to do it. You're going to win in every single way. In every single way. So, Chachma. Right? So the first thing is the first rule. The second rule is the second rule. The third one is Chachma. Even though you're showing them that your rules are different than his rules, you can't be tough on kids when they see that Lamaisa, somebody else, has a different set of rules. So you have to balance it. It's okay. I see you really want to watch, do whatever. It's really against the rules. But you know what? How about we'll do it tomorrow night? Right? I like putting it off a little bit so they have time to be excited. And you'll show the kid, Ich I understand you, we're not enemies, I'm working with you, you'll get what you need. In my experience, what they need is so petty and so doesn't matter. None of these 8, 9, 10 year olds need drugs. What do they need? What do they need? Supposed to go to sleep? They say, can I stay up for another half hour? Can I stay up another half hour? No! In this house, bedtime. Why are you making yourself crazy? Tell them, you know what? You're so good and you're so helpful. Sure, but tomorrow night you need to be in bed on time. Always push it off. And you'll see you'll get more out of it than by saying no. I hope I answered your question. Okay, good. Good luck. Let me know how it goes. If it doesn't work out, full money back guarantee. This is Avi Fischoff from Twisted Bounty. To be added to my broadcast, please send a WhatsApp request to 718-902-6666.